It's time your practice technology worked as one. Welcome, everybody, to the Henry Shine One Connect podcast. I'm your host, John Stamper, and I'm going to be spending time with some of our dental industry's leading opinion leaders on practice management, marketing, and patient engagement solutions. We all know that when you have one connected management system to help you improve every aspect of your business, your technology works as one, your team can work smarter and faster while improving each step of the patient experience. The Henry Shine One team is excited to bring you this educational podcast. Stay tuned. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode here on the Henry Shine One Connect podcast. Just a little overview. This Henry Shine One Connect podcast is here to discuss practice management, marketing, and patient engagement strategies as one synchronized workflow to help you improve every aspect of your business. And today's episode, we're going to discuss something that we know helps everybody in regards to efficiency, especially this world that we live in now. Uh, and that is around integrated payment and billing solutions. So I'm very excited to have with me today, David Stones, uh, who's a product manager for patient payments and billing. David is with us. And we also have Colton Sermersheim with us, who is a product sales specialist. And so just to frame this out, uh, David knows all the ins and outs of the payment and billing aspect of all these integrated solutions. And Colton works and talks with patients on a daily basis in their practice, getting feedback from them on how they're using these solutions, how it's helping them streamline their practice, all that good stuff. So David and Colton, thanks for coming on. Thank you, John. Great to be here. Yeah, thanks, John. Absolutely. All right. So David, I'm going to start with you. Uh, we are going to, to, we're going to get into some detailed aspects of a lot of these three areas, Dentrix, Ascend Pay, e-statements, you know, online payments, all of that. But if you could just start us out a little high level, you know, in regards to having all of this tied together, I mean, we frame this out as integrated payment and billing solutions, but I'd love to have you kind of start on, you know, the value, the philosophy, the why, and then we'll dig into some of the details. Yeah, John, great. That's a great, that's a great uh, way to start. So if you think about the word integrated, we all view that as, as it could be a myriad of different things. The way that our phones uh, interact with various apps, our banking, you know, it could be insurance, et cetera, et cetera. So in the context of practice management, specifically around the SEND, is there's the ledger, right? There's procedures, there's bills that need to either be paid at the time of service by a patient and or that need to be sent out after the fact. And the more that that is integrated into the actual workflow of the practice, the better, right? So that's, one, that's what it really is about when we're talking about integration, is that your workflows that you do every day, as opposed to having to go out to some other system and then do manual entry, do all kinds of manual steps, it's just built into your everyday workflows of how you collect from patients. So that's what makes it really exciting. Yeah, I love that. And Colton, when I think about the idea of everything integrating, it's awesome. It's um, you know, gives a practice that feeling of uh, how they're going to be able to come more, become more efficient and kind of manage this stuff while they're doing everything else in the practice. But like we said, you get a chance to work with practices and talk with them on a daily basis. Can you share a little bit about what that experience has been like and just some of the conversations you have in relation to what, what David framed out for us? Yeah, thanks, John. I, uh, I talk to offices all day, every day, and I hear a lot of people talking about what's working for them, what's not. And one thing that seems to be common among most practices is 
they work in a whole bunch of different systems. They work in one for for X, one for Y, one for Z, one for their patient communications, one for their uh, billing, one for every other thing. And, and sometimes it's a pain for them to have to go back and forth and still maintain everything in a send. Um, the real beauty that people find in our simple integration is the ability to really take control of your finances and control everything from the ledger. And so for, for your average office, it's very convenient that they can sit there at their desk, they can see exactly what the patient needs to pay, and they can give that patient the ability to make that payment in a few different ways um, that's convenient for the patient. So what it boils down to and what we've seen is that it's very convenient for the office, and it also makes patients' pain very convenient for them too. So it's kind of a win-win for both your patients and for you in the office. Yeah, absolutely. And I think speaking of pain, uh, I think both of you, we would all agree that uh, we've all been through a lot uh, over the last year or so. And uh, and when I think about the practices themselves, uh, you know, not only having to manage changes in their business, but uh, working with the patients and all of that, plus all of these technology advancements. I mean, David, you and I have talked about this before. Many of these were already available and practices were learning about them before the pandemic. Uh, but since this stretch of time in the last 18 months, uh, you know, a lot of the trends and the impacts of the pandemic on particularly consumer preferences um, has really kind of changed the value of this. Can you touch on that a little bit and what these impacts have meant on a practice? I can. So I think we can all really relate to what you just mentioned, John. So certainly from a practice perspective, even in each of our individual lives, and just from an overall macroeconomic perspective at businesses in general, is Prior to the pandemic, there was certainly a lot of different services available. We started talking about those like you mentioned. The pandemic sort of focused in on concepts like contactless payments, cashless payments, right? No longer business taking checks, sending out uh, printed statements. There's the concern around the virus, et cetera. So that aside, now that we've come out of that, but by the way, there is a resurgence in some of those same concerns, but in all of the studies that have been done, Businesses found that their customers slash in the context of dental practices, their patients, in many ways, pre preferred these more contactless digital ways of paying and receiving their, their bills and paying that way. And many practices and or businesses around the country aren't going to return to accepting cash. I was just at a, at a venue this last weekend where there's no cash being accepted, right? So... That is what has happened and what is continuing to happen. So we're really focused on making those experiences, whether it's contactless, even using these chip cards, things like that, uh, you know, these, these digital bills, if you will, and the ability to pay online, ever more seamless and easy for both the practice and the patient, as Colton mentioned. Yeah, and I know all of you at Henry Shine One are always trying to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to providing these technology solutions and so on and so forth so that the practice has them to be able to offer. But Colton, as you know, and I'm curious with conversations that you're having with practices, dentistry, it just feels like in the blink of an eye has flipped. And whereas, you know, the patients now in a lot of cases, as you know, are coming into the practice and asking the practice, do you have this? Can I pay this way? Can I, you know, this is what I do for all the other retail places that I go to, like David mentioned. Can you talk about some of those conversations, Colton, in the sense that, you know, what the practices are dealing with, and it's almost become a necessity, right? That if they don't put these integrated payment and billing solutions in play, not to say that a patient wouldn't work with a practice, but it sure makes them think twice. 
Yeah, and and I think John, it's a good segue into uh, kind of the year we had in 2020. All of a sudden, we were thrown with a pandemic where no one wanted to have any germ spread, and it was a huge, huge thing. And so immediately, the need for what David mentioned of uh, processing cards, contactless, was, became a huge deal. And I think that it's continued to be now. So from the time that a patient comes into the <coughs> office, it, no one really wants to hand over their cards. Um, one, for security reasons. They don't want it to go out of their hands. But two, for bacteria reasons. There's germs that are probably on that card. And so the real beauty of it from the in-office standpoint is the patient can scan their card on the terminal that you have sitting on your counter you don't have to touch that terminal. The patient doesn't have to touch that terminal, and and it eliminates that the whole need to clean it off every single time and to to do that. And then second, there's so many patients that are of younger millennial generation that would prefer to not have to deal with making a payment right there at the office. They want to wait, and then they don't really want to talk to anyone on the phone. They want to receive an email that says, "Here's how much you owe." and make a payment and they can make a payment and be done with it. And so with with that in mind, this solution of integrated payments with Ascend gives you the ability to do all of that. It gives you the ability to really eliminate the need for um, that interaction going back and forth at the office. And then two, giving the patient the ability to pay at 6 a.m. on a Sunday morning when they couldn't call the office and make a payment, but they can do it because that's what's convenient to them. Yeah, that really is awesome. And again, I'm, I'm glad you brought that point up. I, I, you know, having a practice meet the consumer, the patient, where they are in their lives, uh, there's no question. And I know, David, you're going to get into this, but you have the benefit to the patient. Then you also have the benefit to the practice, right? When I think about, you know, that particular patient, uh, making it easy for them to pay in the evening versus, you know, the next time they could get around to it or come into the practice four, six, seven, eight, seven weeks down the road, the impact that has on IR, the impact that has on, on, on the bottom line. So benefits on both sides. All right, David. So I'd like to get in now to some of the specifics and, and maybe we can start with Dentrix Ascend Pay and maybe talk about some of the benefits that it provides to the practice. Yeah, so right off the bat, so when you have Dentrix Ascend Pay, it's directly out of the ledger. There's some really cool things associated with it. So as you go to process the card, it, it, it understands what type it is. Is it a Visa, MasterCard, American Express, et cetera? So that helps in the type of credit cards that a practice or you know, multi-group are accepting. And this can really help, I mean, this is an odd way to say it, but the, the trends around which cards are being used uh, really sort of solidifies, okay, these are the types of cards that our, that our patients are using. And that might seem kind of weird, but if a practice is excluding certain types of cards, you might have patients that will no longer go to that practice. I see that actually even at a restaurant. Um, you know, certain types of things aren't accepted. But the point of that is all that data is right there. It's part of the transaction. And then when that transaction happens, the, beauty, the beautiful part of that is not only do you have this additional data with these tags that say, yeah, it's a visa payment for $200, but let's say that it wasn't meant to be $200. It's like, oops, you know, it should have been $20. Well, guess what? You can void it right from the transaction just like that. There's no fees it takes. you just a matter of seconds uh, or sub-seconds, quite literally. Um, and then you don't have the interchange fees associated with that. Now, let's say that you needed to do a refund, uh, let's say, after it settles, so the next day, after it batches, actually. Um, you can just from the exact same transaction refund it. Okay, these are simple things that, 
that might seem sort of maybe mundane or not that cool, but they save time and it's all reconcilable directly from the ledger, directly from the transaction, and it's all brought together very nice. And that's again, that's just maybe a few features associated with the uh, SendPay, but just a, a nice, well-rounded solution that uh, provides the data and the abilities to, to bring it all together very seamlessly. Yeah, I love that. All right, Colton, so uh, in your conversations, uh, there's, you know, I, I, I find myself, I at a time uh, sat, you know, on an inside team and, and was had the ability to talk to, to dental practices. And when you get that conversation time to make a suggestion to them, so, so for example, it's, hey, did you know that we have this available? Or did you know that you could do this? Uh, as far as Dentrix to send pay, what are some of those conversations like? M- meaning that you get the opportunity to let them know maybe they weren't aware of it, then they get to use it. Then they call you back a week later. They're like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Uh, what, what are those conversations like when you're able to make the practice aware uh, that this is just one feature of this integrated solution, you know, from a payment perspective? Yeah. So kind of piggybacking on what David said, one of the big pain points that we see with many offices um, that aren't using an integrated payment solution is the ability to reconcile their books at the end of the day. And so lots of these offices, they'll run their payments without using an integrated solution and somehow they'll get off. Maybe they entered, like David said, $1,000 instead of $100 for a transaction. And they go to close out the day and all of a sudden they're off $900 and they have to stay after to make sure that everything's right and everything is calculated for. That can be a huge, huge time waster. Um, take times from other valuable things that the office could be doing. With this, with this solution, you don't, you don't have to do that at the end of the day. All of your reporting takes place right in the ledger, and so you can pull that and see how much was processed for the day. There's no need to balance it out with your terminal because your terminal already commu- communicates with your ledger. And so people love that time-saving aspect. In addition to that. They love the ability to have collections happen faster. Anytime you can tell an office that we, you can collect payments faster, you can guarantee the doctor is going to be very happy with that. And that's exactly what this does. You give them the ability to take a payment in the office. If that patient does walk out the door and they forgot to pay or couldn't pay right then, you can, you can get a hold of them and send them an email with their statement on a daily basis if you needed to. And so it really should, if used properly, it should minimize the time to collect um, from what you were using before. And so those are the two kind of big, just time-saving things that we've seen with offices that have used this. There's obviously lots of other convenience factors as well, but that's really a, a really big one that I hear about. Yeah, and I think before we move on to e-statements, David, uh, I wanted to ask you, I know uh, we talked about this before, but uh, this exciting uh, partnership with WorldPay. So if you want to just take just a, you know, a little minute, maybe kind of talk about that, because I know that obviously really strengthens, uh, you know, what you guys are doing on, on the payment side. That's right. WorldPay, um, as, as, uh, as, as any sort of very, very large merchant service provider, has lots of great sort of functionality. Uh, the technology that, that we leverage to bring this in, it's all cloud-based, so the terminals are cloud-based. Uh, it keeps really the practices out of PCI scope. The great thing with, with WorldPay is, is that as the practice partners with Henry Shine One, and then as we partner with WorldPay and then the practice gets what they call a merchant service account through WorldPay, it allows all this to seamlessly work together. 
And if there's ever an issue, let's say, um, I mean, I know a lot of times, even recently, there's been some, some uh, issues really across all industries with support times, hold times. Uh, Henry Shine One has really been able to keep their staff in place, uh, been able to, to keep our, our support uh, cues uh, from really being bottlenecked. And so oftentimes what we'll hear is that, hey, uh, you know, I, I waited on hold a little too long, um, and they'll call us and we'll facilitate that. So it's just been a great partnership. Uh, we tag team a lot, really take care of the practices. And uh, this, you know, it's a lot of the technology behind the scenes, very secure. Um, and it's just been worked on constantly. So it's been a great partnership. And then really we're able to leverage that into providing these solutions for all of you uh, with your practices. The whole world behind making all of these things talk and integrated is pretty fascinating to me. That's <laughs> right. It's like, so I think to hear, uh, you know, that type of partnership, uh, you know, I think like, like we mentioned, really strengthens um, the stability, the security. And I think most importantly, you know, as you guys, you know, manage through and talk with customers, Colton, the speed, right. Making sure that if someone's going to commit to this, they want to know that it's going to work, which is awesome. So, all right. So I want to get into e-statements uh, again, the first thing that I'm curious with this one, Colton, and, and then I know David can get into some of the details of this is that uh, change is hard, right? So when I think of dental practices out there that, you know, for years have been folding up the statements, it's been part of what they do. Like at first blush, I'm sure anybody hearing this is like, oh, if I didn't have to do that, that would be awesome. However, you know, changing this over and actually doing it and, 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 and having, you know, it done, you know, this way with e-statements, you know, can take a little bit of time for practices. But in regards to this, what do you hear, right? I mean, them not having to do it, not only that, but the, the, the patient benefit, right, of getting things, you know, in their emails and their texts and all that. So love to have you share what those conversations have been like. Yeah, so as you know, and as anyone listening to this who does statements for your office, that can be a very time-consuming uh, process that you have to do once a week or once a month or um, even once a day for some practices. And what the beauty of e-statements is, is it doesn't have to be an either or. Some people will think, oh, well, if we're switching to e-statements, that means I can no longer ever send a printed statement before, again. And, and that's definitely not the case. What e-statements do is they give you another avenue to communicate with your patients. It gives you another, another way to reach them. And so for some patients, you may have some patients that never check their email, or maybe you have some senior um, patients that don't have an email address. Those people, you can still use the statements the old-fashioned way, and, and that works for them, and that works for you. That's great. But what if you could cut down on, say, 20% of your printing costs or, or more, and you could get paid on those faster? Um, that's why we've introduced this as, as a second tool to collect payments. And so for offices that do pick this up and start using it, that's exactly what they see, is that they can kind of now introduce to their patients and say, hey, just so you know, we've switched to a new process where we're going to be sending you electronic statements. Um, can I confirm your email address? They can then confirm that, um, and they can start sending those that way. Maybe if the patient doesn't respond, maybe you send them a mailed statement two, three weeks later and, and confirm with them, hey, is, do you prefer this way or do you prefer electronically? So really, it gives you complete control in the practice to send those statements out exactly how you want them. You can still put your customized notes on them. So it's still the biggest thing we've tried to do is just keep the power in the office's hands. They can do exactly what they want to do or don't want to do with e-statements. Perfect. David, any any thoughts just on, on the technical side of the e-statement uh, solution? 
Yeah, so uh, just to kind of pick up on that, uh, as, as, as Colt was mentioning that, it, it, uh, we often, even Colt and I, when we're talking about the e-statement solution, we often refer to email. But the beautiful thing is instead of a send, you can also text it too. So we should probably say that like hand in hand, but obviously there's more that uh, still want to receive email. But like Colton mentioned, there's a preference. So you can certainly reach out to the, to the patient and or even at the time that they're checking out and say, okay, what, what preference do you have? Do you want to receive, you know, printed statement, an uh, email statement or, or a, a statement via, via text? And just as another um, piece of just maybe more detail information on this, since uh, the vast majority of um, Ascend practices have used these statements at, at, some, at, at some time, is that uh, you, can, you can literally, like Colton said, you can, you can customize the, the messages on the statement. But just for clarification's sake, the statement is not, is not attached to the email. It's not attached to the text. It actually is a secure link that then the patient, when they receive it on their, you know, whether it's an email or, or via text, they click on that and they're challenged with uh, what's called a loginless context, so secure. If they put in their first name, last name, and, and uh, date of birth, and then their statement pulls up. It's actually really cool technology, and we do that to make sure everything's secure, uh, HIPAA protections, et cetera, et cetera. So that's maybe some more details associated with that. Yeah, I love that. And I, the next thing that I wanted to get into, and I know you guys kind of touched on this a little bit, but maybe more in detail of, you know, Dentrix Ascend online payments. You know, I think about e-statements and so on and so forth. But again, this convenience of being able to do that. So David, any, any detailed specifics on, on the excitement that is the online payment part of this? Yeah, so when uh, e-statements released, uh, kind of at the, kind of when, when the pandemic sort of hit, it was kind of, you know, sadly, well, not sadly, it was a perfect timing for it to happen. Uh, like I said, the vast majority of, of Ascend practices started sending out e-statements. But what we found throughout the year, and I'm just going to be blunt, and, and uh, you know, this is kind of a reality that happened, is because online payment capability wasn't there, roughly, I mean, I can throw the numbers, I don't know if this really means too much, but roughly you know, 600 plus of those that had been sending e-statements trailed off. Let's just put it that way. They said, hey, you know what, we need, we need a solution that, that has the ability to pay online, our patients are asking for it, and we're just gonna go back to our, our you know, process of mailing out, et cetera, okay? So with the advent of, and the reason I said that is with the advent of online payments, that has completely reversed. Almost all of those that have stopped sending e-statements because of that now have returned to sending e-statements. So really a, kind of a fascinating thing. And um, as Colton had mentioned, I think a little bit ago, a few minutes ago, of patients paying on the weekend. Since I see very macro level sort of transaction uh, flow, if you will, uh, numbers and counts and things like that, is it's amazing to see the number of payments that are coming through the e-statement slash ascend online payment mechanism after hours on the weekends on holidays it's awesome it's like this like a money tree for all of you practices right you send out the statements whether it's via email or text and, and patients pay uh really around the clock and it's it's been really awesome and it's increasing every week and the adoption has been been awesome but it's just you know what it really amounts to is you're getting into the patient's hands their statement earlier than, than mailing it, and then they're able to pay. And most pay, if, if they pay directly online through the thing and, and as opposed to calling up, they're paying in less than three days of, of having clicked on that. So it's, it's been very gratifying to watch. And uh, obviously, that has paid benefits 
uh, back to the practice. And John, sorry, I just thought of another thing, if you don't mind me taking a little segue here. Um, I didn't mean to actually take this long. But what's also been really cool is we talked about the writing off of smaller balances due. Since there's no cost to send any statement via email or text, you uh, as practices, you're sending out bills for these smaller amounts that you normally would not have tried to collect. And patients are paying them, so you're reducing your, your bad debt write-off. So that's been really cool to see as well. I'm glad you took a little extra time for that because I think that's very important, right? And I think when we were talking about, uh, you know, both you and Colton framed out the benefits that this is providing for the patients, uh, convenience, making it easy for them, you know, any of their concerns about safety and so on and so forth in the environment that we're in, but then also for the practice, right? I mean, there there is no question that I cannot wait to watch how all of these working together accelerate the bottom line of a practice. And, and you know, it's a cliche, right? Low hanging fruit, but it does mean something in the dental practice. And you look at the AR in a practice and you look at, you know, uh, and I've done this in the past, you know, it was always amazing to me that one would think if there was a large AR balance in the practice that uh, it was larger cases, right? People had larger cases that would have you, but as both of you may know, when you really look at it, you look at the P&L, it's, $55, it's $157 and so on and so forth. And so I think that, you know, this whole concept of every day is payday, which I love <laughs> when you tie all this stuff together really does make a difference. And I think that kind of leads us into some final thoughts, Colton, around, you know, all of these working together. And I'm just curious when you get the opportunity to speak with practices, how many practices are, you know, plugging all of these in together? How many of them are like starting with one and then quickly realizing once they know that it's there that they're going to put it all together? What, what do you see there? Yeah, so I think the primary need for every office is an in-office solution. They need to have a credit card reader there where patients can pay them um, a copay or something right there in the office. So that's primarily what people are first, their first concern, rightfully so, is to have the ability for patients to pay there. The real beauty of our integrated payments is that you can sign up for one and you can we can give you the access to all three. So you can have access to the e-statements, to the text message payments, to the in-office solution, and it's all under one umbrella. And so it really makes it um, really convenient. I think the real beauty of it is once people see the convenience of e-statements and how they have complete control and they can send those out um, very easily at any time that they want, it, it really makes it a lot easier for them to continue to do that and to make some more patients are knowing that they're going to get their statements that way and uh, and that's the way they're moving forward. Um, the real the real benefit comes when you educate your patients on this. If you can just simply tell your patients, hey, we're going to now switch where you can make a payment in the office right here, or we can email or text you a statement. Which one do you prefer? Okay. You prefer email? Okay, let me confirm your email address. Oh, you prefer text message? Let me pr uh, confirm your cell phone number. Just to, by doing those simple things, the patient knows it's coming, they see it, they know it came from their dental office, and they're ready to make a payment right then. And really, you can send that, they make a payment, and you're done with it until they come in again in six months. Yeah, it's great stuff. I think, David, from your perspective, as we kind of wrap here, the other exciting thing is that all of these are integrated with Dentrix Ascend, right? So the practices don't need to learn new interface interfaces or install additional software. I think that's kind of what brings this all together is that 
you know, each of these individually serve their own purpose for patients, for the practice. But when you can tie it all together, it makes a huge difference. Yeah, absolutely. So, and as I'm listening to all this, I, I just, I, I was starting to think in terms of, okay, we started talking about integration. We're talking about these online payments. The beautiful thing is those online payments are magically going back into the ledger too. So it's kind of cool to me. And, you know, I was talking about those small payments, right? And some of these things just started jumping out at, jumping out at me. And as I, as I look at some of these macro things, it's, it's I mean, patients are paying online, right? That's just what they do. And, but I was trying to find one time, okay, what's, what's the largest amount that a patient has paid? And I thought it was a typo. It was like $21,000. And I'm like, wow, that's got to be a typo. Until I saw a whole bunch that were in that same exact um, payment range. This works. Your, your patients are paying this way. They're paying large amounts and they're paying a small amount. And, you know, we have some great things that, that we're doing also to sort of enhance this. And so we never sit on our laurels, right? We're, we're saying, hey, how can we continue to improve all of this in being able to collect payments, be able to bill in a seamless manner, receive those payments online, and to do it in ever-increasing, more seamless ways. And so we do have, and I don't, I don't know which of you practices would be in this, uh, in this boat, but for those that have central billing offices, we actually have an API that you could hook up what's called practice pay. You can build it into whatever your workflows are at your, at your central billing office so that when patients call up to pay, those payments can also be entered online and right to your ledger. Pretty cool stuff. And then kind of to round out any uh, cost effectiveness, if you will, is the ability for, uh, we're introducing here over the next month or so, uh, you'll have the opportunity to use our print fulfillment as well. So reduce significant costs there by having uh, us facilitate the printing of the statements and mailing those out uh, on your behalf um, at a fraction of the cost of what's occurring today. And we also have some crazy things going on of, you know, giving you access via your website for patients to come to your website, you drop in some HTML uh, in a loginless manner, be able to pay via your, your website and being able to adjudicate those payments and having those payments right to your ledger too. And the cool thing about that, and this is kind of maybe a sneak, sneak peek into some of, our, some of our crazy things that we're working on, is the patient will be able to create a profile, just like an Amazon profile, if you will, and be able to, in a, in a one-click manner, very secure. Uh, I won't go into all the details of that. You'll have to you know, wait for this and some additional podcasts in the future. Um, but, uh, but be able to, to, to use that profile at any practice. So really exciting things. And it's all about trying to improve the, the speed of collection uh, and the seamlessness of that for, for patients to pay and, and receive their bills online. So just like very, very exciting things. And, and we're, we're glad that you've, that you've uh, selected us to be your partner in, in, in helping you improve. So uh, with that, yeah, thanks, John, for, for having me on. Yeah, no, I think just awesome stuff, right, guys? I mean, I think that what's exciting about all of this is that, as you mentioned, Colton, you know, the patients want practices to come to them. They want the practices to provide them with these daily conveniences in an effort to be able to make their lives better, not just their dental health, but then also every aspect of their life, their financial health, their family, their schedule. Uh, and, and you guys have done such a great job to, you know, create these solutions individual in their own nature, right? Each one of them has their own lane, like we talked about today. 
uh, and serves that purpose. But the, the but the overall value of tying them all together, and then of course some of those additional things, David, that you mentioned, which we will have to get you guys back on uh, for some of those newer things. And I think that's the whole goal here. So we want to thank everybody for listening, and and I also you know in, in this time with where we are, you know, I like to take this opportunity to thank all of you that are working in dental practices on the front line, right? Um, you you have such a large amount of courage with what you're doing, not only, uh, you know, managing patients that had, you know, anxiety sometimes from coming to the practice before the pandemic, not to mention everything that's been stacked on top of you. So uh, you deserve so much a credit for what you do out there on a daily basis. And I know the Henry Shine One team certainly appreciates that. And it motivates them to be able to continue to bring to you uh, these technologies. So uh, I want to thank uh, Colton and David, both of you, uh, for coming on today, um, sharing your insight and passion. Always love talking to you guys. And just a couple of things before we go. Uh, if you want any more information um, in regards to anything in specific that David or Colton talked about today, here's a phone number. Now, all of this information, the links, the phone number will be right in the podcast summary. So you'll be able to go in there, click on that link, go right to these sites as well as get the phone number, but just wanted to give you it right here. So you could call 833-536-1044. That's 833-536-1044. And you'll be in touch with somebody there at the Henry Shine One team who can help you with this. Also, we've got the um, uh, Ascend Pay website and the Ascend online payment website, which I will put those links in the show notes. So you can be sure to go ahead and click on those and learn more about that. So David, thank you. Colton, thank you. It's been a pleasure, guys. And uh, Thank you, John. Thanks, everybody all the great work they continue to do. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, John. Have a good day. All right. See you, Colton. Thanks. Thanks, John.